It was, but it was more like he was sending that towards someone where it was like, it was like a counter to that or almost a protective buffer of if someone was like undercover. It was a protection spell. <laughs> yes. It was a legal protection spell. Yes, like, all right, I have a force field around me. It's like that what? Spider-Man meme where they're both pointing at each other. That's exactly right. Where like the DEA guy is arresting the other guy yeah. for buying weed and trapping him. Dude, it's insane. I wonder how many like fed busts actually happen where like two undercovers. It happened the other day. It, happened it literally in, happened the other day. It Again? happened at that DC yes. fed rally. D- the DC fed rally the other day, which they're planning another round of them in a week I'm sure, or so. Yeah. No, they like they've said. I think it's like, it's in a few weeks. Uh, they're supposed to be having like another set of them in like fourteen different state capitals or something. Oh yeah, that totally. Then I'm sure all have FBI offices. That totally won't be a, a sting operation. <laughs> at this point fucking glow in the dark everything does yes it glows so fucking hard. it all glows <laughs> yeah no I, I, I feel like cypher in the matrix at this point i don't even see like the ones and zeros i just see ops everywhere i look 24 7 yeah. but cypher was also the one that went back for the uh holographic steak right yeah i was telling <laughs> that the other day on Instagram. i was like you know i kind of i vibe with that steak now <laughs> Like, I, I want to go back. Well, that's the thing. Is what like, it tastes like, though. <laughs> how how much do you lean into, like, okay, this is some bullshit, but, like, I love Olive Garden. And, you mm-hmm. know, like, this is some bullshit that we got to deal with this, but, like, I could still go to Six Flags. Yeah. You know? Like, you know, take advantage of what you can. You can swallow a little propaganda. Yeah, for sure. Swallow a little propaganda for well, some solace. Well, I think something that you guys talk about a lot that definitely, you know, this the, you know, metaphorical red pill has kind of... Get robbed us of is probably an enjoyment of media and like Netflix and the ability to watch that uncritically and yeah. without your guard up. You I know? ruin stuff. It you can't help but ruin things. Like it also said. though, like the amount of weed that I smoke, I cannot, I can't not see TV shows as like people on a set. <laughs> yeah, like, like I know that it's fake. Like I used to get worked up. Like I used to watch TV shows and movies and be, like nail biting. What the fuck's gonna happen? Now I have like I watch stuff with zero anxiety because I'm like the ending's already written. Right. Like me freaking out about this. You lose all your immersion. I, I can't even get like invested in stories yeah, anymore. You can't get immersed at all. Yeah. <laughs> You're broken, dude. No, I, I mean I know the feeling. Like you sit, you, you 
it's just it's the same stupid cipher being like yeah it's all psyop bullshit whatever mm-hmm. like i don't even see the news anymore like it's literally <laughs> that rough <laughs> they don't understand our burden guys this is the uh the sigma netflix enjoyer mm-hmm. he's like oh it's all planned i i just enjoy it now I'm i mean honestly i am i'm an enjoyer i'm just i'm an enjoyer, enjoyer. got a big chin cut <laughs> jaw Dude, I fuck it. What if that's what I had under this beard? People, people ask me all the time. <laughs> like the crimson chin. I have not seen my jawline in 10 years. You saw mine a couple weeks ago. It's horrifying. Yeah. It's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> like, I'm honestly, like, concerned of how I look. Like, I'll never shave. Well, here's I the will thing, never bud. Shave. I'd recommend you not. They, they yeah. made a thing for that. Thanks, dude. You guys ever seen the Jawsercizer? Yeah, I have seen that. Isn't that, that guy's awesome. The weird fucking tweaky dude who's like, he's doing barbells. But at the same time, he has this little rubber thing in his mouth, and he's just chomping on it. What about uh, mewing? Have you heard of mewing? This sounds very familiar. (sighs) All right. (laughs) It's a new... No, mewing. It's a new thing. So apparently, right, how... um, You know, back in the day, like, people didn't really have dental problems. Like, they find old thousands-year-old skulls, and, like, they have perfectly straight teeth. Like, somebody put braces on them, right? Well, why do we see such an increase in fucked up... Uh, like dentistry nowadays it's because we eat slime we eat no yeah we do it's true when we're babies we eat mush and so your your jaw don't this one guy like something muse like his last name Mm -hmm. that's why it's mewing the technique he came up with this scientist basically figured out this one guy put all this shit together he was like oh yeah it's because babies nowadays are eating like really soft shit so they get like fucked up like uh development mouth development and so what they do is mewing is like it's some technique where you like put your tongue on the roof of your mouth and it you can literally like fix okay your teeth. yeah i think i know what you're talking yeah about. without yeah, yeah, braces yeah. i've seen like some dumb thread on like poll about that shit for sure where some guys like guys you need to fix your jaw lines that's the number th- one thing we as white men need to do <laughs> is fix our fucking jaw lines well, that's like if I ever have kids, like, they're definitely eating, like, real vegetables. Like, they're not going to get those fucking pouches. Plus, you don't know what kind of goddamn preservatives they've put in those little, like, baby popsicle things. Well, that- the biggest problem they were having with those for a while is that, like, they were just moldy. Like, people what? were feeding their kids, like, moldy ones of those. Those little bags you see the kids sucking on and that shit all the time. That can't be good. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, were, they were, like, straight up moldy, and there was no way to, like, tell because it got, like, a small pinprick in the packaging, and then the whole thing just rotted. And, like, they're buying, like, cases of these shits from, like, Costco or something. That's terrifying. So, you know, your kid's sucking down a whole slime ball, dude. Another thing when it comes to dental hygiene is my understanding that in developing worlds where they have less processed food, you basically see almost no dental hygiene problems in the same, at least not the same rate or severity as we have it here. How, though? They don't have any fluoride in the water. How does that? They they need more f- high fructose <laughs> corn syrup, and they'll be fine. What do you mean? I can't believe that, like... People will laugh at the fluoride in the water comment, but it's like our government comes out and like admits that they fluoridate the public drinking water. And then when you look at like the studies, like their 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 reasoning is like, oh, it's because like people don't take care of their teeth. So we fluoridate the water to help with tooth decay. I brush my teeth more than a British person. does. That's the actual official narrative, though. That's like, cool. that's what the feds will tell you. It's not like you're trying to, like, do something to my what? pituitary gland or something, right? Dude, you're calcifying my pineal, I'm, bro. Yeah, like, that's what it was. Pineal. I said pituitary <laughs> shit. Yeah, pineal, dude. You're calcifying my fucking third eye here. I'm drinking some I'm I drinking some pimple tap right Hold on. I'm going to put... Eye. I'm p- gonna put the sarcophagus ring on. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get the, get the sarcophagus ring out. We're going to Hotep. Let's go. Oh. How's it feel? 
It's like Captain Planet ring or something. It feels like a lightning bolt just hit the tip of my penis. Mm-hmm. Raw power. Dude, I'm telling you, I am uh I am I am full hotep. I am realizing my full potential <laughs> as a fifth a dimensional on, a full black on guy. transformation from last week. Can we talk about the water? This has I, been a long time coming. What about the water? Have you guys talked about the water in, in your past episodes? I've, I've listened no, to them. But no, we haven't really had like a whole rant about like so, the situation with water. He got me fucked up. He sent that water thing. And oh, about oh, how yeah. drinking water is a conspiracy? Yeah. Like, well, it is. It's well, not a beyond, even. beyond the floor. So the fluoride thing's like OG, like Dale Gribble level, right? Yeah. You're talking about the new age shit I sent where it was like that jacked 70 year old that was like, you need to be getting water from your food yeah he's like drinking water stupid just get it from your food but then they also had a bit in there about the actual composition of uh, tap water i think okay and so i wasn't sure am i supposed to be buying bottled water what am i supposed to be doing right now what, what water should i drink well someone tell me please <laughs> well here's I'm the scared. thing so what you're referring to with that last bit Correct me if I'm wrong, but was that the video I sent you where, like, the guy boiled a couple quarts? That's right. And then it left behind, like, solid they residue? Like, the sludge? Yeah. Yeah. They're like, yeah, it's, like, cysts and all kinds of bullshit that's in the water. There's okay. all kinds yeah. of, like, micro cysts and so all kinds of shit. So the reason that is is because that's gross. the public drinking water, right? And the government and local government is in charge of fucking, you know... Uh, what they call it, desalinization. That's when you take salt water. Uh, the filtering process, it's, it's I guess, with sewage. cleaning it out of the water treatment. You get all the okay. poo-poo out of it. Well, they clearly don't do a very good job, right? Well, also, and our infrastructure's dog shit. So we don't do... I mean, just look at Flint. They still have red water after years, right? Yeah. Like, if you think the local government gives a fuck about your drinking water, they don't, okay? Well, it, That's why you get Brita's. So here's the thing. So you have that one layer. That's That's the first layer of why you shouldn't be drinking tap water. And then you ask, okay, well, should I be buying whatever? Don't buy Dasani. Dasani and Aquafina. That's like the nastiest water, right? fucking shit ever, right? If you're going to get anything, get natural spring water. If you see any bottle that says spring water, it literally comes from a spring in the ground. But could they be lying on that? They absolutely could be, but that's your best bet, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, your you, best bet. You. But the third layer of like that crazy guy I sent you that was like drinking water at all is a conspiracy. He claims, and some people believe this, some new age Ballistic. fucking people, they say that humans are not drinking mammals. They say we're meant to get our moisture and our water content from our food. Like, you know, that's why raw veganism is really important. When you cook your vegetables, you're cooking all the moisture out of it. And you're actually cooking a lot of nutrients out of it. So you should be eating raw fruits and vegetables. vegetables. Even steaming if you're going to cook it. But even that, when you raise the temperature, you're, you're still cooking out a lot of like minerals and nutrients and shit like that so the whole idea behind raw veganism too not only is that but dude think about this when you're ki you're killing a living thing you're lowering its frequency like even the carrots and the onions in the ground have that harmonic resonance to them sure so you start adding on all these layers of like i always say man it's it's not compartmentalized it's all a web and so the frequencies have something to do with it. The diet has something to do with it. Some people claim that humans aren't even fucking drinking mammals at all. And that's, I don't know. That's I don't go that far because, hey, I don't, listen, I don't drink water. I do I manual like labor. Like when I'm working on a fucking roof and running shingles, I want a fucking cold water bottle. But that's the thing I noticed, though, is that when I drink a lot, I piss a lot, mm -hmm. obviously. And you just piss 
clear. You're pissing mostly water. It's called so, piss maxing, dude. Well, a lot of it, it just runs through you at that point. So what is the fucking point? Honestly, think about it. What's the point of drinking all that water if you're just going to piss it out? If you're piss maxing, <laughs> hold it in. <laughs> well, what I'm getting this at is, is that clearly the mainstream narrative, eight cups of water a day or a gallon or whatever the fuck it is, that's way too much. You don't need all that. You could get by on one or two cups a day. And on top of that, eating a moisture-rich diet. Avoid breads. Avoid stuff that's going to dry you up like that. If Like paleo. That's why I love Wet paleo. all your dries. Just put water in everything that's dry. Dog, I'm telling you, man. The frequencies have something to do with it. The moisture content. I don't know. It all starts to connect together. And so, like, I'm not going to sit here and laugh it off. I'm not going to laugh it off. Like, there's probably <laughs> something to it. I'm not going to go f- whole hog and say, oh, humans should never drink a fucking bottle of water. Right. That's the most retarded shit I've ever heard. But at the same time, piss maxing and forcing yourself to drink <laughs> like 16 cups a day. Like, dude, I don't know, man. It's it's like stuffing yourself with bread and filler and corn and shit that just starches that just go right through you. I don't know, man. Yeah, I feel like ass if I don't drink a bunch of water every day. Like, I mean, if I'm not pissing clear, like, I usually feel like shit. But I also eat a fuckload of vitamins and stuff. So that's probably part of it. My kidneys are like, no, dude, you you have to. Are you just maunching Flintstones in the morning? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I have, like, a handful of stuff that I just... Centrum for men? No. Way better stuff. D3, <laughs> zinc, yeah. uh, B, B12, B-complex, lysine. It's all immune shit. Because I don't have health insurance, so gotta gotta bulk the bad boy up as much as I can. You know? Do you do you chew them like a fucking real psycho? <laughs> I wish. Like, dude, you should just I show dry up swallow, to work. I dry dude, swallow a whole handful of pills. So keep the pills like in your pocket, just loose, yeah. and like show up to work, like rattling them like change. You know, like jingling them. Mm. So I was like, what are you doing? You start yeah. shaking Time them like to go, dice, boys, and then just mm, yeah, you, sh- you crunch you, them. You crunch them. Like them. A, I crunch yeah. them. Like basically like a dad eating pistachios, walking <laughs> just, around the house. Yeah, casually, chomp them, dude. Throwing them in, you know. It's like, what do you, what the fuck is that? My B12. Mind your own fucking business. It's Percocet, all of it. Let's go get, let's go, let's go operate some heavy machinery, boys. Yeah, it's a real, uh, basically criminal act that they're suppressing our true medicine, which is the Flintstones vitamins. <laughs> yeah, the whole, a whole bottle a day. And we have to return to tradition to our cultural roots <laughs> yeah. of how we uh, treat all these. <laughs> Dude, I saw this one where it was like, it was like a jar of Flintstones gummies and someone left them in the car. So they all melted together. Oh uh, yeah, And he said, I'm just going to take a bite out of this every day till it's gone. That's all you need is a nibble. <laughs> just a nibble, dude. You know, the, uh, the other, uh, while we're on water, dude, the other thing about water is like just the infrastructure in general, like, if you're going to see a bunch of sediment left behind in something, like, it literally comes down to, like, the pipes that are transferring it through the ground. Like, Pro they're tip. all fucking demolished. Like, got, they're all I, rusting. They're shit. I have they're a fucked. serious pro tip for you guys, and I guarantee you've never thought of this before. Heart, water softener? And now that you know, you're never going to do it. Have you ever seen the inside of a hot water tank? Uh, dude, we did one at work recently. Oh my! And it was nothing but grit and grime and, the and green, rust. The green stuff okay. and like all kinds of fucked up. It looked like copper was in it. So just like you were saying, it is because it's copper pipes. So just yeah. like you were saying, all the nasty sediment and gross shit that's in water. Think about the pipes it has to travel through. Never brush your teeth with warm water again. Once you've seen the inside of a hot water tank, you'll never brush your teeth with warm water. I, Always who, cold. Who? What psychopaths brushing their teeth with warm water? 
me. You, oh my Dude, god! Dude, no, a lot of people. <laughs> I was yeah. worried someone was gonna say it was. I, was I used to do it. Was say, Never well, in my life. What? If you have sensitive teeth, then the the coldness to it can kind of be a uh, detrimental or, or uncomfortable rather while you're brushing. Oh, I don't. I don't care about none of that. Well, it's wow. also like <laughs> warm <laughs> water. A lot sometimes. Like <laughs> or even if you're in the shower, you know, if you're taking a warm shower and then you're also brushing. Do you not brush your teeth in the shower? No, either? I've never done that. I have an electric toothbrush, so that's not mm. like... I'm one of those privileged Like it's put into an outlet? I'm a electric? privileged elite. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's got a cord that goes in it while I'm using it. Shut up. <laughs> no. No. Just a, re- just a regular nice well, Philips Sonicare. Well, surely you can use that in a shower. No? I guess my logic was like I probably shouldn't. But I've never tried. It's like a battery pack, right? Don't worry, I mean, it's, I'll, it's I'll report back next week. Yeah, I'll I mean, try it. I'll try a it. toothbrush. You submerge in Yo, water. Yo, here's another thing. I never have that little amount of time. Another thing about early. like the actual infrastructure, like we've talked a lot about pipes and like where the water gets treated and filtered. Get this. So sometimes I get called out to work on people's faucets because their water pressure goes down. And nine times out of ten, all I have to do is take the little aerator off the tip, oh, yeah. and either clean it out or put it's a new full one on. Shit. Well, the thing is, is, yeah, like one time I literally replaced one of those aerators. A week later, I had to go back and he was like, dude, the water pressure is even worse than before. And I take it off. And guess what? It's nothing but microplastics and little rubber bits from the water treatment plant. It's stuff that's in the pipes. It's the stuff that comes from your county and your city. And like literally a week later, I had to go put another brand new aerator on because it had already got clogged up with the microplastics, dog. Yeah, because they probably don't have a like micron filter filtering shit out. It's probably like it's probably a certain degree. And, like, that shit's just small enough because microplastics dissolve down to, like, the atom almost. Yeah, and, I mean, there's that, but, like, I literally take this aerator off and the filter has, like, bits of, like, fucking hard plastic sticking in This is Legos. Yeah. Why are there Legos inside of the water? So just people need to be wary, man. People need to be hip to this shit. People need to be – it's the same with the chemtrails and the fucking air, dude. They're, They're fucking real, man. This shit is real. They fuck with us. They fuck with their water. They fuck with their shit. So chemtrails, what do you you think? What do you think is coming out of those? Like personally, because I've seen plenty of videos on it. But like if we're going to say like, let's say that's legit. And I'm not saying I'm not discrediting it. I'm just sending it from a skeptical point of view. Like, what are they spraying? Do you have any idea? It looked like you wanted wanted to say. I, mean, something. I thought it was like aluminum oxide and shit. Well, like that's that. part of it. They that's make like clouds. What I heard. They make snow. Well, it's it, weather modification. It's all kinds a, of shit. Yeah, and like the only real proven thing I've ever seen that like said weather modification was like a thing mm-hmm. was like uh, in Vietnam. Uh, that's the big one everyone points to. That's like, yeah, they've known how to do this since the '60s. Dog, have you seen the big? Uh, the it was a Jeremy Clarkson video where he goes down to NASA and they make a cloud, and he's like, oh yeah, NASA just made a cloud in Florida, and it's gonna rain real rain in like Missouri in a, like 12 hours. No, I never seen that. Did they literally do this in Dubai like three yes. years ago? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, but I didn't really think it was on the scale of like because. Like, what people talk about with chemtrails isn't necessarily, oh, they're just cloud seeding. Mm-hmm. They're saying they're, like, spraying chaff into the okay, fucking no, air. Okay, so here's... I don't know about all that. This is this is the thing that... This is where you have to draw these lines, though, is because for years there has been conspiracy that the chemtrails in the sky from the jets, they're putting, like, crazy shit in there. Some people think they're dropping lead like little lead bits that mm-hmm. are slowly making people crazy, like lead poisoning. They're slowly <laughs> lead poisoning us and making us nuts. Dude, there's all kinds of That's conspiracies cool. out there. I'm cool with that. <laughs> but what the crazy part about it is that they admit to like the silver oxide stuff. Mm-hmm. They admit to cloud seeding. They admit to all this weather mod stuff. So when you start to take a step back, it's like, 
okay, if they have the technology and the capability and they are admitting to us that the lines we see in the sky aren't just condensation. Wait, who's they? I, I haven't read a lot about this. The, this um, like, the uh, FAA, the Federal Aviation Administration, so, and the fucking, and like NASA talks about it because NASA does a lot of low Earth orbit. NASA does a lot of weather, mo- weather modification. What's the perfect purpose of this silver oxide? So silver oxide. according to the narrative. So what it does is it's a dust that they release as a chemtrail at a high altitude and it falls through cloud cover and the idea is it's supposed to be like a nuclei so it allows it to condense around it allows water to condense and subsequently freeze and you can basically make snow and so what they do in like drought stricken areas is they use silver oxide high in the stratosphere so that it falls down over the course of months makes a lot of snow and then months later so like you see silver oxide in like the early year spring and then throughout the spring and summer it'll like or throughout the winter i mean it'll make snow that Mm. will later melt into spring and summer right you know what i'm saying so it's a way to increase you know water again we talking about water it's a way to increase you know water supplies in local areas and stuff so then that begs so they admit that well but that also begs the question of like when we hear about these droughts out in california and shit it's like Okay, so if we can do that, why aren't we doing that? Good question. Why are like is it a system of control now that they can suddenly control the weather? You know, it, it well, kinda... I don't even know if it's that nefarious though because like the idea with the silver oxide is it has to snow in the mountains and then run off. And mm. I have a feeling California just the natural environment is as arid as it is. I don't know if that technique would work there. Mm. But like there's still, you know, Lots of different shit going on. And, you know, you want to talk about, you know, bringing it back to chemtrails as a whole. The fact that they admit that the technology exists and that they do shit like that. Dude, why would they not do crazy shit with it? Why would they? We already know they fluoridate the water. We already know they do crazy shit. Why would they not? you know, mess with us even more. I don't know. I mean, that's maybe that's just my schizo brain, but yeah, like, yeah. no, I think that's a fair. And this is a conversation I was having with my girlfriend last night. Cause she was basically like, what if you're wrong? And I was thinking about what it would take for me to like, what would make my premises falsifiable? And it's like, well, a lot of them are already out in the open. Like we kind of know about certain black ops that have already been disclosed or certain, uh, intelligence operations or certain things, military actions that have been, uh, you know, carried through by our military. And then when you start to connect certain dots, you can say, okay, maybe my conclusion is wrong or maybe certain speculations are wrong, but they're founded on real historical facts and like open knowledge, maybe not common knowledge, but (laughs) things that have literally been disclosed. (coughs) So it's like, okay, so I'm starting to see a shape, something taking shape here. And it's kind of like, you know, a bunch of blind men touching an elephant. Yes, Yeah, I was literally about to say that. And we (laughs) say a lot here is like where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, nine times out of ten. Nine times out of ten. Yeah, yeah, you might get that one time where you're not right, and then you have to admit, yeah, well, maybe I just got a little too schizo. Well, and it's even like when you ask like the crazy religious guy, what if you're wrong? It's like, well, what if there's that 1% I'm not, and I'm the only motherfucker in heaven? It's the same thing where it's like, what if we're not wrong about all this schizo psycho shit? And it's like, what if, you know, we're, we got the leg up? Alex Jones slid the DOS, and we got a leg up on the globalists. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if we're the chosen ones, dog? You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And I mean, there's there's so many different layers to it. It's almost a hard question to answer. And it was, I was having difficulty answering a question because there's, you know, the the factual layer to it. With like, what if you're factually wrong? But then there's also like an ethical layer to it or like kind of like a subjective like is, uh, you know, 
is modern governance is the modern nation state an ethical uh, institution or you know things like that so like that's no. something, that, that's something that's like not really falsifiable you either kind of like are able to you know you put to, put forward your ethical claims or premises or like, and defend them or not you know it, it's kind of subjective in that sense but the factual claims like a lot of them are corroborated by history yeah. Uh, yeah, well, it's one of those things where it's always like, oh, wait, fucking uh, give it like uh, 20 years and the truth will come out like every time. Right. Well, almost I mean, every time. And well, it's almost like we've been speed running that process in the past year and a half. Everything yeah. I've been saying since March of 2020 has basically come true. Right. Yeah. No, a lot of the stuff that uh, people knew, like that I knew almost early January 2020. Exactly. Was, like suddenly has become science fact. <laughs> like o- Only a handful of people. We're even using the word vaccine mandate last yeah. summer. It was just, right. No, it was and they were all the conspiracy theory. theorists. Conspiracy Dude, theory. and that was the thing. They laughed at you when people were like, oh, I don't like where this is going. I don't want there to be like a passport type situation or a mandate situation. Everyone laughed in your fucking face and was like, that would never happen. And America. now it's a year later. <laughs> now America. it's a year later. And they're like, you fucking like, why don't you agree? <laughs> and, and not only that, but like even the idea, uh, like, absent a mandate or, or, you know, a passport or whatever, the idea of, like, coerced. Or, no, it's not going to be, like, coerced or forced or well, whatever. Yeah. Even the ones that are getting, like, introduced right now in places like Israel where people have gotten, like, devil vaxxed. And, like, they're, but they're telling them, like, oh, yeah, by the way, the passport we just gave you. It's going to expire in like six months. And you're going to have to get another one. Right. And so now we're on a Pfizer pr- like lifetime subscription, you know, dude. I mean, how it can't be like more obvious on some level of like what exact like you're just they're just it's another it's a corporate giveaway. But this time it's disguised disguised as a public health crisis. Right. Don't That's they say it is. is it about 20? I might be wrong on this. Is it 25 percent of America is still not vaccinated? Or is it more than that? I don't know. I, can't remember. I think it's 70, about. I think we got to the seventy percent. I think least. it's about think a quarter. Seventy at least. That is still unvaccinated. I know that they keep moving the goalposts, and I think oh. right that we got to our initial goal. I think was seventy yeah. percent. Well, we I wonder how many people there. are now, doing now it. Now they're losing their patience. <laughs> how many people are doing it though? Because they want to be good little citizens and just go back to normal. Like they think if they follow all the rules, everything's just going to go back to being okay. It's never going back I to normal. I think that's the majority. No, but, yeah. so, so we still I, have the Patriot Act, you fucking idiots. Well, what I'm getting really? at is that if there's a quarter of the population that is actively not getting it, what's the breakdown of that other 70, 75%? Like, is it majority people who are just playing along? Or I wonder how many people are actually psyoped and like think this thing is bad. Because no, apparently oh. the, gov- the Democrat poll, did yeah. you hear about well, this? No, that, yeah. They, they think that literally like 40% of people yeah, have died from COVID. It's more like, it's more like, or like the likelihood of going to the hospital if you get it is like yeah. more like 5% or something and like that. Like, and they think it's like around 50. 50. They think it's 50. Yeah. That's Insane. Why, uh, They've they done get, this poll internationally and everyone, like basically every populace has been programmed to think that this is like the plague. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. And it, in but the actual data that's come out doesn't support any of that. It's it, like. So guys, we're like trust the science, but like the actual science is saying you're you're it's horseshit. But right. like you, they just gloss over that fact because I think so many of these people have bought into this narrative at this point that like they're terrified of admitting they made the wrong decision possibly. And when it comes to horseshit or just kind of things that don't add up regarding the science of it, we know that the vaccine doesn't offer full protection. However, the mandates basically have a situation in place where you either have to provide proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test. Right. Which doesn't make sense on its face. I liked your post today. Yeah, Bart yeah, that Simpson. Was good. No, that was if good. your whole purpose 
or objective is to basically mitigate the spread of a contagion that's apparently a deadly pandemic and you know that it doesn't matter whether or not you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, you can still spread it, then everyone needs to be tested. So basically yeah. all they're trying to do is create more hoops for the unvaccinated. They don't care about spreading the contagion. No, they, they just want to get a needle in your they arm. Want, yeah, that's the fucked up part. It's like they're, yeah. they're, they, they want these shits in your arm so fucking bad. for so, That's my biggest suspicion with the whole thing. Like you, if you guys figured out how to like properly do outreach versus just like mindlessly achieving your end. Well, that's the other. I'm thing. I'm an entrepreneur. Well, well, I sell things. Dude, that and that was that. <laughs> that's outreach. That was that's that, fucking outreach. That was not outreach. <laughs> that was like blatant well, shitty propaganda. Oh, are you talking about that? Oh yeah, I remember the that. The I'm, a, I'm out here in the streets. I'm an entrepreneur. That, dude, <laughs> was one of the worst things ever. That is another case of like infantilizing black people to such a level that is disgusting that they can do that and not like it that, that, they're they're get away that's with like it. Borderline Popeyes like in the '90s, you know? Like dude, it was like it's, it's, it was a WB frog. It's egregious. Yes, it's, egregious. <laughs> it's fucking egregious. Like, come on, man. But that's the thing about outreach. Is like how much outreach do you need for a supposedly life-saving medicine during a deadly global Yo, pandemic? Apparently, has already happened for eight months and. They got 70%. And, and everyone said no. Pack it yeah. in and give it a fucking shit. Check it out, though. With our lives. Apparently, BLM or, or some affiliate or leaders or whatever yeah. have actually come out and agreed that if New York is going to be doing vaccine passport that excludes people from society, like if you don't get the vax, you can't go to the gym, you can't go to dinner, you can't go to the store, right? Yeah. Of course. How many, uh, I think the, the, the number of unvaccinated, like, black people in fucking New York is way higher than <laughs> yes. any Unvax- other demographic. minorities, period. So yes. the thing is, is that they're actually catching on, though, and they're like, wait a minute, this is just Jim Crow 2.0. Like, this is medical tyranny. Like, they're actually catching on. Yeah, they, they that, saw like, the, wait they a minute. The context, and this like, is racist the as fuck. Yeah, like, well, I mean, it, it, it's a natural, well, it's not a natural, but a logical corollary to the idea that so voter ID laws, we're told every four years, are basically racist and exclusionary because certain communities, whether it be socioeconomically marginalized or racially discriminated against, cannot, for whatever reason, obtain identification. And now we're saying in order to have full participation in society, whether it be education, employment, eating out, recreation of any recreation, kind, that you must have an ID because you have to be able to verify that it's you who got vaccinated. And then you also must undergo some sort of coerced medical procedure or to undergo coerced consumption of a pharmaceutical product which is shit <laughs> which is fascism yeah, yeah it's literally fascism like you guys are f- totally fine with the marriage of corporate power at this point now yes you're cheering it on and so that that's an actual corollary it basically builds upon the idea that you know we have people who cannot for whatever reason access proper identification it would be the same disparate impact amongst different communities and races for a vaccine passport as it would be for a voter id well, also, too, I, and I hate to say this because I hate to bring it political mm. because it's way bigger than that. But you kind of have to highlight the hypocrisy for some people. Think about why so many people, particularly minorities, don't trust the vaccine or the government in itself is like a a historical, you know, fact precedent like, precedent <laughs> of abuse, yeah, precedent of abuse. OK, like- so. Right out the gate, they a lot of minorities, when I say they, and in this case, we're talking about particularly the black population, don't trust getting the vaccine. And I like that even the FDA guy, you know, he's like, yeah, you can't blame them, but uh, blow dots. Yes. Well, and here's the thing, too. How many, and I hate to make this political, but listen, how many people 
when fucking Trump was still in office and he was doing Operation Warp Speed or whatever, how many of them? Were, I would never trust a vaccine that came out under this administration. You t- want to take that to the most extreme version of that is Joy Reid, who is on TV race baiting right now over that white girl who went missing in the desert or whatever or in the national park and saying that no one gives a shit when anyone else goes missing, but it's a white woman. So we got a. it's a she called it like some kind of phenomena. Of like white missing white woman syndrome or some shit like Dude, that. Dude, she was everyone... famous. And, <laughs> and but on top of that, like that's the ultimate irony of that of her saying that on that level, but then like still re- thinking that, like the whole way the whole vaccine thing works that it's fine. Well, Kam- right. Kamala Harris was among the people who said that she would not 100%. take a vaccine. That's that was... exactly no, who I was thinking yeah. of. And but not only that, there's a whole Twitter account called uh, I think it's called Defiant Ls, um, and basically it's just. Uh, screenshots, mostly largely screenshots of people saying during 2020, I'm not going to take the vaccine. You will never catch me doing this. And I advise everyone not to take it. And yes. then in 2021 saying, if you say anything wrong about this vaccine, you should be banned from society. Yes. And and so basically like all, their whole Twitter account is uh, oriented toward basically taking these screenshots and highlighting the hypocrisy, hypocrisy is yeah. of the establishment Democrats. Does the defiant come from Brooklyn defiant dad? dad. Yeah, defiant. Does, yeah. Oh my God. He's the fucking oh, worst. Dude. I don't have Twitter. So you guys I, listen, I you two are the most plugged in. He's such a shill. Yeah. He's a I, he's turd. literally, he, he literally gets paid by, I think the DNC. He gets paid by a mm-hmm. DNC affiliated. Group. A lot of people do Dude, the sign guy. Remember the sign guy? I'm sure he does. Who used to, he got paid. Cause remember he used to post all those, Things about like stay inside. Status I am blah blah blah. All this shit. Dude. And then he like he's caught like you know holding a sign up at the World Series, and then he's going to the White House and shit. It's like <laughs> you're a fucking fuck? mean Literally guy. You're an influencer that got that God, gets fucking dude. paid by the Biden feds. Didn't even know he was fucking there. Dude. I don't know who sign guy is, and I'm happy. Yeah, I thank Good. God, dude. Good for you. As plugged in as we are, I figured you would at least know who sign guy. Is, was. is he different from the uh, balloon guy? Completely different guy, yeah. No, the balloon guy's a fucking idiot, too. That guy's the worst. He just, like, he takes a... He gets a bunch of letter balloons from, like, Party City and spells out some... Oh, no. Really, like, just... Some vapid, trite bromide. Well, and what's crazy is, like, that dude makes money off that. That dude, like, that's his full-time job. His full-time job is coming up with hot takes, buying the balloons, spelling it out, and taking some trendy fucking picture with it. It's not even a hot take. It's like a mild affirmation. They're, they're like, kind of affirmative. It's It's one of those, like, slavery is bad. We should normalize, like, mental health is something or other. You know, it's just some horse shit like that. Yeah, it's shit like uh, self-care. Look at how far you've come. You've done so good. Yeah, like, just trash. Just trash takes. Hey, like I got. I respect the grind. I like the grind. So here, I like the grift. Here, I, don't I have a take. A gr- I mean, no, the grift is like big. Here's something that he could spell out, and I'd be okay with. All gun laws are unconstitutional. If he spelled that out, I'd be cool with that. Or he, even he a rights don't come from the constitution. Asshole, if he did that, like, like <laughs> it would just like auroribos until he disappeared. If he did anything outside, why don't of, like, you share that that level of stuff? I'm surprised there hasn't been a, a reactionary right-wing grift response to the balloon guy where they're just doing shit like that. It's because they're I, not sophisticated enough for that. No, they don't know how to spell. All you got, all you get is Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene shooting at fucking cars with a fucking Dude, rifle. she fucking showed a, a <laughs> Scooby-Doo crush, meme. She's my crush. She dude. showed a Scooby-Doo meme on the floor today. Don't talk about my girl like that. She's been... That trigger discipline, though. She's my, dude, that she's picture, my girl, dude. That picture you posted, that she was showing that I'm trigger discipline off so fucking hard. Like I told you, she can give me a deadlift blowjob because she does CrossFit. 
She can take me and hold me over her head and then lower me down onto her. She's got such a weird face, though. Like, I don't know what it is. She it's seems endearing. Like, it's like permanent Xanax face. Like, it's, I don't know what it is. She definitely looks like she does this suburban speedball quite a bit. She definitely. Like, and a she's Starbucks, like, like with a lot of pumps and some espresso shots uh-huh. and Xanax. Yeah. And oh, suburban speedball. You know, she's drinking nothing but red wine, like in yeah. the Senate. Like, How- she's. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, go on. you're good. I was just saying she's definitely drinking red wine like on the Senate floor. She's chilling, dude. So how long do you think culturally we're going to be in the hangover of MAGA? Because I feel like she's kind of in that wake of she the is, Donald Trump she pre- is, presidency. Uh, if the wake was like if we were talking about in the senses of wakeboarding it. Yeah, she has lost the uh, the thing you hold behind the boat and she's, no, just, she's, paddle she's just trying to keep it going. She's just sitting there wiggling back and forth. Yo, on the what's waves, her name, though? What about Lauren Boebert? That chick? Didn't Another, she? Like, she, she was going around to like Nancy Pelosi and like knocking on her door and like harassing her and Open shit. Open the door, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, she, there's like, I saw some thread about her talking about how she used to be some kind of like call girl or escort or something. I was about to that. say, I mean, I'd let her touch my pee pee. They had like young photos of her and it was like an advertisement for something. I don't know. I might, I, I, saw, Are we, it, I has, saw it in passing. And I was has like, this podcast literally gotten to the point where we're just calling senators whores? I didn't say that. I said she might have been. I didn't say she was. I have. A, I was hoping I the answer was yes. I mean, it's like <laughs> she's. I, yeah, I'm not going to go as far as to call politicians, sex workers or whores but i will say i do think that our national discourse or public discourse at least would be a lot better if we brought back dueling can you just say whores again whores whores just give me like a (laughs) nancy pelosi is a whore (laughs) she wears depends (laughs) that's actually the the headline on fox news every night nancy pelosi's a fucking whore like that's (laughs) Tonight on Tucker Carlson. The no spin zone. <laughs> no spin zone dude. Is Nancy Pelosi a sex worker? No spin here. Just asking the questions. <laughs> My dad just screaming at the TV. She is! She is. Definitely. Good old Fox News. Oh Do you guys God. both have Fox News dads? Definitely. My dad actually turned into a Fox News dad. He used to not be. And I, I, I would think... love to see your dad's blood pressure before and after becoming a Fox News dad. Okay, so my dad thinks he's Jerry Seinfeld. Like, my dad... <laughs> no, listen, right? My dad literally... You know how... Every dad has dad jokes, right? But for some reason, the only thing in my dad's arsenal is, like, what's the deal jokes. Mm-hmm. What's the deal? 100%. <laughs> like, he looks... He will look at a runner, and, like, for the past, like, 20-some years of my life, he's just... What are they running from? Wonder what they're running Damn, from. Damn, dude, he's got the same ones in the Rolodex, dude. He just flips through five. It of just them. <laughs> fucking comes back around every time. It's always what's the deal, jokes. What's the deal? It's funny because on the way here, I saw like a plain clothes jogger. You ever see those where it's hard to distinguish whether they're jogging or actually having an emergency? It's like a shorts or like kid. On the run yeah, like year round shorts kid. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, is there some sort of emergency going on? I was like, oh no, he's just going for a run. Have you ever heard about a never nude? There's a movement of people that are never nude. Is that real or is that just a rest? I was just saying, is that real? No, they like they shower with underwear. They're like they shower with jorts on and shit. Are you sure this isn't just a construct of arrested development? It's a never nude. Is there a crossover with crinklers? I don't know. You guys even know what crinklers are? No. Good. We'll just leave it there. No, <laughs> I gotta hear it now. Crinklers. Unfortunately, I got a little taste of it on the last cast. What? We don't need we don't need we don't need to go there. Okay. 
A crinkler? Uh, adult diaper community. Oh yeah. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, like it's usually there's a also well, a yeah. Cross, what is this a Christian show? A crossover. Are, do kids listen to this. Can there's we talk a crossover about? as well with <laughs> furries. They're they're also the same kind of people typically. It uh. It tends to happen. Well, wait. I have to imagine. Like, do they wear diapers in the fursuit? No, outside, I think in right? It, I think in and over. Well, because oh, I've never seen the over. You never but seen the over crinklers, dude. I've seen well, because it. that just that's not functional at all. But if you're gonna be in a fursuit like all day and you're committed, like the more I think about it, like I would probably rock some depends. People shit and piss in their fursuits. Yo, how about that fucking <laughs> and house? Cum, and a lot of cum. dude, that yeah. house we saw in Church Hill. One of, cool. the, one of the one of Trump. Legit. Okay, it was like a Trump loving house that had like schizo graffiti all over it, and I zoomed in on the high res image, and one of the fucking bits of graffiti said Nancy Pelosi wears depends. He wrote dead dog on there a lot, which I didn't understand. Oh, maybe like, the I didn't ATF. Know what the, like, the reference was. He that. said dog is dead. Maybe right. that's what it was. The maybe ATF, it was an ATF came. joke, dude. <laughs> maybe it was an ATF joke. Maybe he's ATF posing. We yeah, definitely have to get whoever lives there in this basement. Iconic, can we just go canvas like him? Can we him. knock on his door? Do a live on the spot man on the street interview. That dude doesn't answer knocks at his door. He shoots through the door. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He seems like I wouldn't knock on his door. He seems like a shoot through the door kind of guy. I would leave a note. He seems like you'd see a, bl- <laughs> you'd, you'd see a blinds peak and then you're just getting hit with buckshot. Oh, my God. When it comes to uh, furries, uh, my understanding is that the rumor has it Beto O'Rourke is a furry no fucking way (laughs) no no, fucking way hey that's just what the news is on the street that's fucking i'm just asking the questions i'm a fed jewish fact checker yeah and this is all satire (laughs) and this is all satire so you can't sue me that's why we had you on hey (laughs) i'll litigate the fuck out of you yeah you can say you can say anything and we're bulletproof now for sure fisa court can't do shit to us dude but no i've heard completely satire i've heard that beto work is a furry well, that wouldn't surprise me that as a com- he has a completely different persona because that's his next. Beto's not even what is his real name? It's super white, isn't it? Yeah, he just called himself Beto to get like a get the a Latino get the, vote. Yeah, is well, that he, he pulled the George Bush thing where like George Bush tried to run when he was governor the first time? Yeah, I he think. said some some funny Spanish. Shit. And he did well. He didn't. Uh, he didn't sound like he was from Texas because he wasn't born in Texas. George Bush wasn't born in Texas. Oh, senior? No, uh, junior. Oh, I had no idea. I'm pretty w- sure junior yeah. wasn't born in Texas. And he ran the first time and lost, I'm pretty sure, is what happened. And so the second time he ran with his little, hey there, I'm George Bush. And he won. And they, they, like that's what they love. They love that shit. Can like, you imagine so, your own personal hell that you carved out for yourself where you have to act like that all the time? He went, that, 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 the way he's been speaking for all these years is a fucking act he put it's on. It's all Larry the Cable Guy. It's an act he put on, and he is stuck with it the whole time. He went Larry the Cable Guy. That's commitment to that's the That's like bit. some Dante's like inner level of hell. Like he, He's uh, living in his own... That's why he's making all his paintings now. He's <laughs> working the demons out, dude. Dude, I saw some clip. It was actually on the War Mode uh, subreddit. Somebody shared it, where it was like... Bush was talking somewhere, and some guy started heckling yes. him. Yes, a guy started that heckling him. Former amazing. soldier, it was a former soldier. And he's right? like, Iraq, yeah. yeah, you know, millions of dead Iraqis on your hands, and blah blah blah, and all this shit. That's and a, he's just laughing. Right there, Thank you. I got goosebumps. That shit was heavy, hey, dude. And it never gets old. The the clip of George Bush ducking out the shoes in Iraq. I love that <laughs> clip. So much. I looked that up. I saw a TikTok somebody made the other day, kind of like honoring that. It was like oh, timely. Yeah. Because it like popped up, I guess, because George Bush popped up, and it's a, a guy in like full Arab garb, and he's like taking, he has a target down lane, and he's just taking flip flops and hooking them at the target, and, like headshotting it the whole fucking time. 
She's so I, I think great. we should uh, appropriate that that tradition. Like next yeah. time uh, politicians come around, just we take some sneakers and start. Oh, somebody you know? tried to duck uh, Hillary Clinton in the head in 2016. Remember? With a shoe? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, somebody hucked a shoe at her. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, she was. Also, she went. <laughs> she she hands, dodged it. She had her hands clutched like this, and when they did it, she went. Well, <laughs> like went right faster. Went right the fuck faster. I'm pretty sure. I, a lot of people forgot it because 2016 was a whirlwind. But yeah, she got a shoe hucked at her at something. I'm pretty sure. 2016 was the election where it seemed like things kind of changed forever in regards to like elections and discourse <laughs> and campaigning. Yeah. I remember no, it was well, like, discourse died in 2016. Yeah, I think it was when people realized the actual power of social media. Yes. Where basically Twitter became not just like a place where you go and like make Fart jokes, basically. But What's he doing? What is happening here? Okay. Wait, y'all don't so remember this? George Bush. Was so, I don't remember this. George Bush and his wife with some African people hanging out. Hold on. Wait. This is the best Bush clip ever. He's having a is good time. Is audio necessary? Or someone going to hit him with the shoe? Oh, dude. Just wait. Hold on. Hang on. Let's see what happens. Let's see where this goes. We're all having a good time. Shaking uh, hands. Shakes hands awkwardly. Crossed. I'm still touching these people. Please get them away. He from starts me. drumming. Please get me away from him. Starts drumming. Oh, the face he made. He went. Whoo. Oh God. Here comes the dance. Oh, oh damn. Dude. Look at look at the moves. Junior's got some moves, dude. Oh, ooh, ooh, the Macarena. He. Come on, I gotta do my best. Pretended. Oh, oh he's hitting the drum. Oh, he joined in. <laughs> That's so cool. He's slapping his drum. I did like that. He was uh, he was with it. My skin is crawling. Look, look, dude. Dude, no, he looks totally human and natural right here. Wow! He re- <laughs> wow! You know what? You never. You know what, guys? guys oh my god! After that clip, I'm done bullying him about 9/11. He's actually a pretty wholesome guy, and he's never done anything wrong to this country. And he was very wholesome. Wow! What a president! Sometimes you might be able to forget exactly how geriatric politicians are until every now and then there's a clip of them dancing they for have some to move. fucking reason. Yeah, they have to move. Like, there's some They're weird like, part oh, of a, a politi- skeleton. Yeah, there's some <laughs> there's some weird part of a politician's career where they turn to Ellen DeGeneres, <laughs> yeah, and you're yeah. like, what the fuck is Elizabeth Warren doing right now? <laughs> it, it, or like, uh, gosh, who is the, the the English Prime Minister who walked out all Theresa May? Did oh the my walk- God. <laughs> Or uh, even Donald Trump had that weird kind of move that he did. He loved doing the little like. He would just keep it. Listen, he would put his his, his chest and just kind of. He would keep his elbows real tight. Yeah. And then he would just kind of like jiggle it up and down. Like he had two joysticks. I'm milking a cow. Yeah. He would keep the elbows close and just milk the cow. Correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't just like a minute and a half of him doing that dance one of his campaign commercials? He did. It was a Drake. It was like a parody of a Drake thing, right? Wasn't it? It was like the flashing background. It was a, It was one of the like. No, I think it was dead ass. Just him on stage, and it was just like a. No, minute it was and one of the rallies. Dancing, yeah, it was one rally. of the rallies, and I think he was playing like Springsteen or yes, something. Yes, and he was just doing Very that chill. dance, and then it was like Trump twenty twenty, <laughs> which is funny. <laughs> That's all as I shit. need to know. He can dance. Holy shit! <laughs> and you That's know, George Bush and Donald Trump have both done enough coke to know how to dance. So I don't For know sure. what's going on. Rhythm. No, dude. Yo, Trump dog is straight edge, dude. No, yeah, he's like a complete. Trump dog is he very is straight edge. So weird and fucked up. That guy hits stimmies for sure. He's a, yeah, no, he's definitely doing uppers on some level. He's doing prescription uppers. He's doing poppers, dog. That's what. <laughs> get his get his butthole loose, dude. <laughs> Trump with a loose butthole up there, just fucking going off the, the McDonald's cuff. and the poppers. Just going That's off the cuff. That's why a big we have. Trump, dude, everyone's out here talking left and right. It's poppers. The secrets is poppers, dude. 
Pyro's he's probably met- old school. He's probably still hitting quaaludes like it's the 80s in he's New York. He's still got a stash of Mexican quaaludes. For just sure. Chilling. Oh, my God. And he's got, I mean, any guy that's got a gold toilet, gotta have something going on. Gotta be doing some kind of drugs. You don't get a gold toilet just for fun. It's definitely sus. Did you guys see the Bill Gates interview? Ooh, yes, yes. I don't know if Wasn't he called it an interview because he basically didn't say anything. It, well, the funniest part about that whole situation is he funds that show that he was on. It was. I was very surprised by the line of questioning. I think that may have been purposely. It feels like it was purposely done, and he just he's controlled just such, opposition. He's just such an aloof weirdo that he couldn't seem natural when he did it. You know, in any way. Do you know what's funny is my girlfriend's meeting him tomorrow virtually. And uh, for her work. Wait, huh? Who did what? Hey. No. Hey. She's wait. Hey, we're gonna be like hey, hearing tell from your him girlfriend directly? to yell something about Epstein in the middle of it. She asked me if she should, and I'm like, she will get on the news. I, dude. Was, I was like, you're gonna get fired. You and will then, get fired. And then she, she was like asking her her supervisor, like, you dare me to like ask him about Jeffrey Epstein? And her manager is like, do it. And she's like, I'm for sure getting fired because it'll, it'll be recorded. Oh my god! I hope she actually does it. That I, mean, I would be I, honestly, so happy no, if she I don't did. want you and your girlfriend to go through any hardship. But man, that would be one of the funniest fucking things if there was a way to get fired and i mean i think even if i was interviewing a potential employee and i was like well what happened at your last job and they said i had a once in a lifetime opportunity to look bill gates virtually in the face and say did you diddle kids on jeffrey epstein's island (laughs) to do do the virtual equivalent of throwing the pie at him like that one guy did yes like that is legendary if that if that happens my god dude (laughs) i I do want to get back to his non-answers during that interview you guys that was crazy you guys want to hear a really really crazy bill gates fact let's hear it hit me with it well i'm sure both of you already knew that bill gates is the number one uh largest owner of farmland in america very recently minted that okay uh the extra layer on that uh, I don't know if you know this, but Bill Gates supplies all of McDonald's potatoes. Not the fries, dude. That's the best thing there. All of them? Maybe not all of them, but Majority, like... I'm sure. So the fact that like this fucking computer nerd already makes as much money as he does on Microsoft, when you start getting into how do these billionaires get more billions on billions, they're branching out, dude. The thing is, not only... Well, why wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I feel like that's a natural course, But right? isn't it crazy? So, like, he's almost, like, solidifying as if, as if bundling software on an operating system wasn't lucrative enough. He's yeah. literally out here profiting off obesity. And he's... But reaching, he cares about your health. In, he's reaching. Oh, into but every he cares fiber. about your health, right? He's reaching into every fiber of reality. He's like a well, virus. He's a modern Rockefeller. He's a fucking honestly, virus. he's a modern Rockefeller. He's a parasitic billionaire. If he's a virus, you know what could have taken care of him, but got eliminated. Hmm. <laughs> McAfee. So let me hold on. Right. Let me ask you guys though, real quick. What are your thoughts? Okay, so obviously the divorce with Melinda, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's because? Melinda found out about Epstein or do you think it's because of inflation and they split up to diversify and split Dude, up their assets? No let's, say, let's say a little bit of A. Let's little say bit they're of B. cashing out. A little bit of A, a little bit of B. Are they cashing out or is it Epstein? There's I mean, no way she didn't know about the nature of the Epstein's relationship. It, the like reason that. she left him was she found out he met with him one more Publicly. time. Publicly. She found out he yeah, met publicly. with him one more time. No, that's the public reason. That's yeah. the official narrative. Well, that's narrative. what I. That's what they're saying. That's the. I don't, I, that's I don't the Afghani's yeah. hijacking the plane. That's the <laughs> official narrative. I don't buy it. I, there's no way she doesn't know that. 
about no, the I mean, she did, but she, no, I'm saying she she never liked him meeting him. She knew he met him plenty of times. Oh, is that right? Yes, no, she knew about it, but when she, apparently she lost her mind the last time she found out because it was after he went to prison the second time. Gates mm. met him at that fucking penitentiary in New York, and she found out about that, and that's when she got fucking pissed because she's like, yeah, like, I told you not to fucking go around this fucking guy anymore. He met with her one more, he met with him one more fucking time. Which is funny because when they first split up before that, I guess, came to light, it was funny. I heard a lot of economists and people speculating, talking about like, oh, no, the Gates must know something we don't know. A lot of times what billionaires are do the same thing with Bezos, but he got caught in like a in like a cheating thing. Love triangle. Yeah. Well, the thing is, though, again, that's the official narrative. What happens is when you're a billionaire like that. A lot of your assets aren't liquid. They're not real. They're not there. That's right. So what happens is right. a lot of times rich couples will split up and they'll each kind of take half the castle mm-hmm. and start slowly cashing out, divvying it up, figuring yeah, out. Sending it back. And so a lot of times like there's a whole layer of like, OK, just like Devin said, publicly, that's the narrative. Publicly, that's what Melinda said. But. Could they know something we don't know? Like, they're literally the guys behind Event 201. Like, they literally infected almost all of Af- or, or, or the malaria medication, right? The malaria medication was, was fucking people up. Polio, and the polio, polio, the polio in vaccine was, polio was in giving India. them vaccine. Polio in, polio in India, like... There were a couple issues. There's in India, and then I think there was in North Africa. Maybe there was so, one. listen, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, like, they've been found out to be bullshit a lot. And so the fact that they've stuck together this long until now, like, you're right. It could be that Melinda is so finally fed up with how bullshit Bill was acting. But it's like, dude, they were literally killing black people for fun. Like, do you think she cares about him, kid? like, yeah. diddling all the, kids? All the waters off Nigeria are poisoned because of them. I have a hard time believing that she didn't appreciate the extent of their relationship or was even mad about it when she found ostensibly, like, man... Because, like, all of their friends are also friends of the Epstein's. Yeah, it's like there's no way. It, it, it like, can't like, be It can't be something where it's like, oh, my God, did you finally hear about Jeffrey? It's like, no, they all knew the second it hit the news. There's a weird issue. Like, as far as I know, I have zero friends who abuse children. Yes. And it seems like when you reach a certain echelon of society, 50% of your friends abuse children. I don't know why that is. It doesn't make much sense to me, but it seems like every one of these people have a pedophile in their LinkedIn network. Somewhere, yeah. somewhere along the line, there's some guy that's like I one degree of separation. Think, though, I think it's the ultimate blackmail. That's what I think it comes down to. And that's you, what you I've get always heard. People being yeah. compromised. It's used as a tool. Like I would be interested to know. Like, okay, you have people like Weinstein. Okay, or even uh, Dan Snyder, the Nickelodeon guy, yeah, right? Right. Okay. So he's disgusting, right? He's very out in the open. Like, there's no two ways about it. That dude loves kids. No yes. two ways about it. You right. you can slice that any way from Sunday. That Dan Snyder fucker likes kids. He likes but kids I wonder feet specifically. Specifically feet, right? He's a foot fetishist. I yes. wonder how many pederasts out there literally just get compromised by people like Epstein who are like Mossad CIA. I was talking to someone today about like, dude, the guy had multiple passports. The guy was probably a triple fucking agent. The guy was blackmailing everybody. I, I guy- don't doubt there's a blackmail aspect to it. And I think that probably makes sense for some sort of like honeypot or something like that. But it's still like, my question is like, do pedophiles, um, run the world. Yes. Do, do pedophiles like, uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> do, do pedophiles uh, somehow ascend to positions of power? Is there some sort of like, I don't know, like a syndrome, like some sort of other attributes that come with pedophilia that put them in positions of Maybe power? I'm like hyper intelligent, o- successful, right? People. Or is there something about positions of power that? For some reason, require that. Yes, think about the Catholics. What you, the last point you were just making? I think there's something about positions of power where, like, okay, people knew for a long time behind the scenes that like priests and like the Catholic Church they were fucking with kids and fucking around, but it wasn't really like mainstream news. Now we have news where it's like literally on MSNBC. It's like on the Today Show. It's a problem, right? But back in the day, it was all hush, hush, hush. So the thing is, like, dude, if you were fucking pedophile in, like, the 40s, 50s, 60s, like, the good old days or whatever, like, dude, you would literally just be a priest and you would have so many altar boys. And you're like, dude, I'm fucking set. Right. Like, that. that's the thing. And so there are, I think there is a fair amount of people that use it to, like, elevate that part of themselves. Yeah. Okay. It's fucked up. Well, I mean, <laughs> if we're going to get back to conspiracy theorists being right again. All right. <laughs> the Jeffrey Ep- Epstein thing. And that's, tell that's me more. I, I try to tell people or try to impress upon people. It's like, listen, I mean, for whatever reason, you're suspicious of anyone who is like even like tangentially related to uh, conspiracy culture, whatever that means to you. Never mind the fact that, you know, obviously the word conspiracy theorist is a, disseminated by the CIA to discredit right. conspiracy theorists. If you told someone five years ago that there's a guy who has an island where elite corporatists and politicians go to diddle children, they would have said, that's an absurd conspiracy theorist theory. Right. And then now you say, hey, uh, do you think it's possible that, you know, <laughs> our elites are diddling children? Like, oh, yeah, it's a fact. It's on the news. I saw it. This woman was just asking Bill Gates about it <laughs> during yeah. an interview. No, I mean, that, <laughs> like, like, yeah, and, yo, uh girlfriend just asked bill gates about so yeah. th- there's a conspiracy theory to headline news pipeline that is getting shorter and shorter yeah as social yeah. media and internet we're reaching like, a singularity we're reaching a point <laughs> where like the time from conspiracy theory to actual verified news is about six months almost yeah we're it's getting faster every day well yes. what's scary about it too though is when you start layering on the fact that big tech censorship Yep. What they're doing is they're weaponizing information. And so, like you said, InfoWars. The thing, literally, <laughs> literally, dude. The things that were conspiracy theories six months, maybe even a year ago, maybe even a couple months ago, are now, like you said, headlines. And so, people are getting kicked off platforms for life. People are getting banned. People are getting, you know, strikes on their accounts for quote unquote misinformation. And it's like, what I don't know, like, what can we do about that? My big thing, and I will say, I I do have a solution. All right, let's hear I it. I do have a solution. My solution, withdraw. Withdraw. It's the biggest, it's honestly, it's the most effective tool that we have. Like, yeah, like, I think anyone in our circle, like, we all kind of agree. Like, this shit has gone downhill. It's bullshit. Like yeah. you said, the conspiracy theorist six months ago is now headline we're reaching, news we're reaching the separatist timeline well the thing is is that so many people are psyoped into like this modern way of life and they're so psyoped into like modernity that like they can't see through that layer and so the more people we can get to stop voting the more people we can get to get 
off social media mm. the more people we can get to stop buying amazon like these are these are concrete things that you can do in your life beyond listening to a fucking podcast and Certainly. complaining with your friends is like you can do real things to show people what's up that's why okay it was a meme it was a fucking meme during the presidential race but remember the goya boycott yeah, oh, yeah. that was yeah. silly it's so silly and it's like We'll laugh at shit like that and call it silly and it's a joke, but it's like, no, like literally if everyone woke up tomorrow and stopped buying Amazon, there would be no Amazon. All the complaints we have about Jeff Bezos and his company and the way he treats employees and da 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 and all this shit. Like if everyone woke up and just committed to never buying Amazon ever again, it would be obsolete. Much in the same way, if everyone woke up tomorrow and just agreed to not vote and not be a part of the system, I see it like vegetarianism. And I know this is a little more up uh, alley, uh, being a little more of the straight man, the 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 Dave Smith character, fucking the only intellectual in the room. Not how I self-identify, by the way. <laughs> no, no, no. I I call you. I call you. I was like, hey, he's our he's our I'm Dave Smith. S- I'm super intellectual, dude. I'm an anonymous guy on the internet. I'm an expert. <laughs> um. I have, so, obviously, it, it's almost a truism where it's like, yeah, Withdraw. obviously, if everyone agreed to not participate in the system, then the system wouldn't function. But, like, I have another another thing that I th- I've been kicking around lately is the idea, so, like, a, an aspect of modernity also that we've kind of had bred out of us the idea that you should lead your life and make your decisions based on principles. And an aspect of modernity is that you live your life and base your uh, decisions on evidence or facts or empiricism. Mm-hmm. And so, like, what that has led to is part of this Infowars, right? Is because basically <laughs> if you have a bunch of people who believe that the way they're supposed to make decisions, whether it be on a political level or an individual level, is based on uh, some sort of number on a chart or X, Y, or Z rather than by first principles, um, even though, like, the idea that you should um, live by data is a first principle, kind of, but you can't really support it. And so that's why you have this whole um, bombardment of different info and disinfo. It's basically meant to exhaust you to the point where you'll just be like, someone please release me from this. I want someone to just make decisions for me. I want a fucking dictator. And like, that's basically where well, we're Well, that's part at. of – that's Operation Mockingbird. Like right. they literally discover that. Like the government knows this. Right. And so, so you're sitting there and, and this is the part of technocracy that I think I did a poor job of explaining the last time I was on a previous podcast with you guys. Mm-hmm. It was like when someone tells you um, the vaccine has X percent efficacy and if Y percent of people get it and if the government's able to force Y percent of people to get it, then they'll have X result. You can just say – Nah, I don't care, right? <laughs> because because you're going um, basically. I'm not kidding it. Yeah, because yeah. You're, you're going by principles, and your principle is this: force is always wrong. I have bodily autonomy. I own my life, and I'm able to make decisions for myself. And pursuant to that is the idea that you can go ahead and evaluate the information yourself and decide not to get it. And it's you're not as easily persuaded by technocrats and white lab coats and peer pressure and all this shit because you're guided by fundamental principles rather than by arbitrary data that seems to change by the well, week yeah. here's you you said something though one night we were hanging out we were drinking cocktails on the back porch and you said something to me that has actually really stuck with me since then and so i agree with you everything you just said 
because a big thing that we're about here is being morally consistent. How are you morally consistent? How are you intellectually consistent? How do you stick to your guns and, and apply that throughout your life? And one of the things that you said to me, though, and this is one of the big challenges, because we can agree on theory and principle all day long. Sure. Which I think we do. I think we do agree on a lot of that stuff. Yeah, I think so. But what do you do? How do you stay morally consistent in a world that is not? You log on to Twitter and you tell journalists to kill themselves. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! And you keep on making new accounts. You know what? That's not the answer I expected, but it's the answer that I'm happy we got. That was sick. (laughs) That was fucking sick. Well, here's the thing, guys. We're right at about an hour. That sounds great. So we can call it, or I don't know. I'm kind of feeling it. You guys want to bust another? We got got some minutes in us. Sure. We got so I don't I don't know if we fully flesh this out because well, I think we, we I think I think you're finally getting into like your full Dave Smith territory. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sneak off. I'll be right back. You I kind of want to go schizo and talk. Well, you when, got a pee pee? How about when he comes back to pee? When he comes back to pee, I want to uh, from peeing. I want to talk about blow dart guy because we still haven't really talked about him yet. Oh, blow dart guy. Uh, Taylor, I'd be, Taylor yeah. Lee. Dude, okay. So that was a Project Veritas thing, and I've I love Project Veritas, and I w- I've followed him. From almost the beginning. That's James O'Keefe. James O'Keefe. Can you can you uh, school me? So I, I haven't followed Project Veritas closely, and to the extent that I'm aware of it is mostly through the lens of like the mainstream narrative on what Project Veritas is. Right. So if you Wikipedia Project Veritas, they're going to tell you James O'Keefe is like a far-right news network. He's like a far-right, you know. <clears throat> Ooh, that one came from deep. Do they, do they uh, if, if you go on Wikipedia, does it, say, does it say far right or alt right? Either one of the two. I think it might be alt right. I actually think he got lumped into the alt right thing. My, my, and my favorite thing is when people are in 2021 are still bringing up alt right. It's, it's like, like okay. dude, Richard Spencer has been out for like a minute. I can't remember. It, I actually thought about him the other day. I was like, when's the last time I heard from Richard Spencer? And, and not only it that, was when they all doxed him when he moved to Northern Virginia. Not only that, but Richard Spencer gave his official endorsement to Joe Biden. <laughs> Oh, my God. And not only that, but it's like every time someone brings up the alt-right now, like in a news article, well, one, they're already a journalist, so I tell them to kill themselves. <laughs> but then also I remind them, 2016 wants their boogeyman back. I haven't heard, like, the name alt-right since maybe 2017. Well, yeah, and Richard that was the thing. So, well, we brought him up. How was the PP? Good PP. It was very fast. I, that was I, fast. I'm a fast. I mean, piss, that was dude. quick. I'm a fast piss, quick shit. So you were, you're not piss maxing. Vigilance. Dude, I've been piss maxing all day. What are you talking about? <laughs> Hold on, tell me what I, was the. I've been holding it the whole time. What was the opacity? How clear? How translucent? We talking? If we're going a one through five on like dehydrated, dehydrated. I'm at like a two. Oh, so it's dehydrated's five, hydrated's one. Oh well, then that was. I'm at a two, dude. I'm good. That was opposite of how I thought the scale went. Anyway, we were talking about James O'Keefe, right? And so this guy started his his main like the MSM kind of portrays him as like yeah alt right far right extremist whatever, uh, but literally it, all editor, he does suspicious editor of videos yeah all he does is that he like places like you know hidden cameras like in the glasses he'll have like a camera in the middle of the glasses or a cell phone in the pocket or, or something. yeah anything yeah. like that and he gets hidden tape and what he does is he got famous by. 
he was like an Edward Snowden guy. He would get whistleblowers to come forward and he would break the stories. Now, here's the thing, though. Here's why here's why I stick with James O'Keefe and I don't listen to the mainstream media is because this dude sues people like a motherfucker. He's very litigious. He's very James O'Keefe will actually. So what happens is like CNN, MSNBC, like these mainstream news outlets try to smear him all the time. And 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 James O'Keefe like sues them back. Like, he sues them. He's like, libel, slander, you cannot say this. And so he wins 9 out of 10 court cases just on principle alone. We want to talk about principle. And that's the thing is that, like, if you and I were to go up against CNN. We, we couldn't do it. We would get crushed. And this guy, and even when he started, he was a nobody when he started. He was a fucking nobody, had no money. <coughs> and he eventually built up his reputation doing what he did. And then he knew he's like, dude, I'm going to sue CNN and I know I'm going to win based on principle alone. Right. And so, like, you can look at the guy's track record. A lot of the information he's put out has been very true. Just like we talk about your conspiracy theorist friends. Six months later, the shit's national headlines. So James O'Keefe will break stories and three to six months later, everyone talks about it. And the thing is, he gets lumped in with a lot of bad actors because he is a fucking wrench in the machine. He's a wrench in the cogs, you know, like they, he's 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 a fucking variable that they can't control. Well, and the reason but and he, he's very principle driven. But he also he gets shade thrown on him because he had one instance, I believe, in it. I think it had something to do with Acorn. Possibly. It was like that uh, during the Obama era. Yeah, that was when we were where, in high school. Yeah, where he edited something that ended up not being a, like he edited it to sound true but it wasn't fucking true like and so he's gotten shade for that before because he got a little too i think i think he's a guy who gets stuff like that and i think he gets a little too excited and he puts well, it I out think, think that he puts out saying things like it's a bombshell well like, that was also like, early in his career what he's yeah, done sure. and the reason he's been able to win as many lawsuits as he has is because he started playing by the rules well, yeah. and he's winning on principle right he's winning on ideology right you know? i just I, I felt i at least needed to like mention why you know there's why there's even a reason people throw shade at him so while we're talking about media sl- slurs or uh, sorry smears slurs there's a <laughs> There's a common one. There, there, there's a common, there's a common media smear, and I, I found an example of it recently. And I want to see. Uh, I just wanted to make everyone aware of it. So, like, when you're reading articles now from mainstream, like, basically corporate press, you'll see this very often. When they want to attack someone, they'll just like associate them, kind of tangentially to some already like uh, constructed boogeyman they created some kook they yeah and and even though like basically like all they can do is like report his views but like so this is from an article describing the singer of madball basically uh, madball (laughs) what the the, madball is a punk band from new york Uh, yeah i know madball and so basically they came they came why are they talking about him because madball came out recently and issued a statement saying that they wouldn't play venues that require a vaccine passport good good on them because they're from New York, so obviously New York's big on this. Yeah. And so the article says, and here's how the sentence starts. Like anti-vaccine activists, comma, talk show hosts, comma, and far-right politicians, comma, nice. Freddie made the vaccine's experimental nature a talking point. 
He also suggested that rising COVID-19 cases are proof that the vaccines are at least a partial fa failure. <laughs> so the first part of that statement is just to say, hey, everything after this can be ignored because yes. we're going to align them with anti-vaxxers, which you already know are crazy. Bad. We programmed you to think they're crazy. Bad Ta people. Talk show hosts who you know are like notoriously irresponsible, like Joe Rogan's a talk they're show host. They're all bad. And far-right politicians. So everything after this... You're just going to ignore because I just brainwashed so you. You've you been gotta, literally programmed by the media to ignore whatever comes after yeah. this. Just shut that little switch off and finish the article. And, and you, you'll see this all the time by basically doing a guilt by association fallacy. No, it's it's they're very it's a very fun tool. I mean, and the pro the real biggest problem with that tool is that it does all the damage it needs to do. Exactly. It every time it does literally all the damage it needs to do. Well, and I'm glad you brought up the word fallacy just now because there's actually a really great i don't know if it's an article or thread or i'm sure you can find this whole idea but like there are logical fallacies that people present in arguments a lot yeah, and one of the ones that uh and i've been talking a lot about is appeal to authority fallacy yes. oh my gosh i mean that's what technocracy that's, basically yeah is. and and i think that right now and and i are saw you this an tweet epidemiologist? i'm sorry where's your medical uh, degree <laughs> right are you wearing and a white lab coat i uh, saw I this so. fucking it was a screenshot of like a tweet or a status or something but it was like yeah i'm totally fine with my country being run by elites because like i don't want you know a country full of stupid people like i want the government taking over education and health care and blah 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 and it's like by the you're way you're missing the fucking ahead, point that, that same quit. person and, and this is a cognitive dissonance that resides in them that same person would probably consider themselves a proud pure democrat so basically More likely. they they have the idea they should have a country run by elites but simultaneously that their populace is so stupid but somehow capable of electing their leaders right doesn't make any sense uh, obviously if your population is uneducated on any of the issues and they shouldn't have the right to vote in who should decide well what that's what elites think issue. anyway is that like the populace is too fucking stupid to make their own decisions that's why bill gates is gonna own the majority of farmland in america because he knows what to do with our land and resource allocation better than we do better right because we're just we're retarded laymen and we would have no idea how to grow our own garden <laughs> and we would have no idea how to sustain our own homestead we would have no fucking idea right yeah not the stuff like we need did. bill gates not but the stuff people did before any of these elites got their claws into every fucking fabric of our society for what it's worth i think the populace is stupid but that's also why i don't want them to have any say over my life well yeah. uh also too i will say you didn't have the best luck with your lettuce recently yeah, well, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm a all theory, no praxis. Yeah. I, and that was another thing we were talking about. All theory, no praxis. Like, what do we do? Like, how do we how do we break out of like, OK, we can be morally consistent. We can be principle based. We can think about this shit all day. That's the first Let's step do stuff in the physical. Though. Well, that's the first step, right? Like you need to break people's psyche of like. Okay, break their idea of what the state is. You have to kill the cop in your mind. Exactly. Yeah, kill the cop in your mind. Abolish and then the from there... the Patriot Act in your brain. For sure. Now you actually got to grow some bell peppers. Now you actually got to fucking harvest some shit. When it comes time for you to, like, actually kill something, are you going to talk about hunting and fishing? Yeah. Or are you going to actually catch something and gut it? I think I'm basically I'm going to take my Mosin to Gaunt and blow a deer I, open. I'm finally <laughs> getting to, like, a post-theory point where I'm like, okay... I've sold myself thoroughly on the idea of the absolute extensive evils of my government. Yes. And I'm ready to take the steps necessary. And so now it's time where it's like, all right, so instead of theory books, maybe I need to buy an urban homesteading book or like yes. start looking into gardening. Those garden are good to have. X, y, market, market Gardener. Very good book. There's actually a book I'm about to buy called The Lost Ways Part 2. 
um, and it's his survival page I follow, but it's all like how to make glue from pine resin and, and, you know, like old school shit because like, I even think about like, okay, my great grandmother, she died when she was 98 on her one mile walk. She was a fucking fighter, dude. Mm. She had red hair till the day she died. And there's something about redheads. There's something in, in the redheaded blood that turns them. I'm in the minority here. She <laughs> was my great granny was actually the last living daughter of a Confederate soldier. Is that right? That is 100 percent factually true is that my great grandmother was the last living direct descendant of someone who fought for the Confederacy. That's what's up. Did uh, did her father survive the war? You know, I'm not exactly sure, and I'm slowly learning family stuff and family secrets. For the longest time, I thought my family was one way, and then I found out that I actually have, like, gypsy roots and, like, her father. Is this on your mom's side? This is my mom's side, yeah. Meeting your mom was very interesting. She's a fucking badass lady. She's a character. I actually want to have my mom on this podcast because she could drop some bombs, bro. My mom's hilarious, and she's got that kind of... Uh, Virginia folksy kind of uh, knowledge. She grew up on a farm. Yes, and I was talking to her about that, and she was talking about her brother's brother or friends, like just growing weed, like out in the out in the boonies somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah, like literally when you live out in the middle of nowhere and you have acreage. Like I grew up shooting guns. Like I grew up hunting. I grew up like for Christmas. Look right here. You see that bear knife right there? That is a very oh, nice yeah. knife over there. That was given to me when I was like seven. That was a That's about that was a Christmas a present. A <laughs> I got a bear knife when I was seven. Okay. And that's kind of tight because, I mean, you see these things in other cultures where they don't infantilize children so much and they do give them more responsibility mm. and trust. I was and shooting a crossbow when I was 10 yeah, and they step for up, fun. Children step up to it. They crave that. And, I mean, mm. right now what we do is basically, like, we have babies who are 22 years old. Like yes. we, There are seven-year-olds in, like, Indonesia that have more life skills than, like, the average 24-year-old. Because they're working in a factory. No, because <laughs> they know how to skin an animal. They know how to prepare. No, you're right. That to... From that perspective, yes, yes, yes. And and they can work in a factory too. And they work in a factory. I don't think the average twenty-four-year-old urbanite can, can work in a factory. Really, man, a sewing machine at a sweatshop. But sewing so, sewing is also an important survival. Yes. Yo, that's here, what I'm very lacking in. I shared this one time. Uh, you want to hear crazy? You might know this. A crazy little factoid is that if you earn more than thirty-four thousand dollars a year. You are in the top 1% yes. of the entire world. This is something that I tell people all Hell the time. Yeah. No, no, no. Think about it. Because when you think about the 1% of America, we're thinking about, oh, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk and the billionaires and millionaires. When you extrapolate the whole world and you think about how many people live in poverty, how many people live in the third world, how many people fucking just, and I hate that word, third world, that term, but how many people just live in abject, like, poverty and fucking like I don't terrible conditions appreciate just the extent of poverty throughout the world yeah. no and and the fact like literally if you make more than 33 or thirty four thousand dollars a year mm. you are in the top one percent of the fucking world I, I think he might also be that's amazing even within the united states i don't know as far as wealth goes but as far as income goes the number is actually not that high to be in the the one percent or the top ten percent like i i think if you make probably more than $250,000, you're think, probably yeah, in the... I think you're up there. Yeah, you're probably up there in the 10, close. 10, 10 to 1%. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as wealth goes, I don't know what that number looks like, but like for income, I think it's 
Yeah. So like um, when people talk, it's about just a little perspective though, because like I get bogged down a lot, and then what I have to do is because because that's a thing is that it's really easy to think about all the shit that we've been talking about today, and it's really easy to like get fucked up about it and get depressed and that's why like my girlfriend doesn't like talking about it because she <laughs> thinks it's all negative and all sad i find it empowering because i'm able to look at what i do have and i'm able to look at the things that i have worked for because don't get me wrong all the shit hanging on these walls all the shit that i've done and stuff i i've worked for you know my mom grew up on a farm right you know like i didn't i wasn't handed a silver spoon but it's the idea that like you need to take stock of what you do have and what is going good in your life and like cherish that, hang on to that because it's easy to get fucked up with shit. I think that's, but we're all so lucky. Um, I would say that's something kind of something that I've appreciated about my political journey is that I came to like an anarchist path kind of through, um, what I would call like something approximating like the right, but it wasn't really the political right. Cause I wasn't like, voting or anything like that but well like, we talked about we had a very similar early political like, history it, it was like kind of like the jordan peterson right kind of shit where he was like talking about like wealth distribution across like different the world well, and different nations like, and the thing is though is that you i don't mean to interrupt you but the reason i think that happened for the both of us is because we were both immersed in a left-centric world yeah and so you need to be shown the opposite side to break out of that paradigm. And then from there, the world is yours. Well, then you kind of choose your well, path. For me, I don't think I broke out of the paradigm. I think the paradigm just broke. Like, I, I remember feeling in 2016 <laughs> when the elections were going on and stuff, there was a common phrase that I heard from other people who felt similar to me at the time. And the, uh, the phrase was like, I didn't leave the left like the left left me. Yes. That's kind of how no, I, that's, that's that's how how I, I felt like during that election cycle. I was like, yeah. I don't understand what's going on. There are people screaming. And like part of that was kind of casually political, you know, like, like a 20-year-old is. Mm. And I was like, okay, I don't know what's fucking happening. People are freaking out and screaming at me like fucking chimpanzees. And so like um, – and then I started watching, you know, you going on that YouTube pipeline. But would you like, classify that like do you think we all were like – some people use this term classical liberals – do you think that's what we were and then it turned into this neo-lib hellscape? I have my own term for what I was and what I still kind of identify as, which is like a South Park liberal. A South Park liberal. <laughs> okay. Which is like yeah, you, you're raised by Comedy Central and you kind of have a thick skin. But then you We all like, watch The Daily Show and yeah. Colbert Report like religiously. And we but, thought we were smart because we're like, oh, we're watching news. But we were getting like, it's like super angled. lib propaganda. Yeah. Wait, the, da- the Daily Show was – well, Jon Stewart was a bit better. Than Jon Stewart was amazing be, too. To and fair. actually, the, the – Side note, the shit he just got accomplished, he finally won his fight for, I think it was the Gulf War veterans from the burn pit. <coughs> Wasn't it 9-11 first responders, too? And 9-11 first responders, he's yes. been fighting for people, <laughs> yeah. and he actually get, like, got a big win. He stuff. recently got a big win yeah. from yeah. fighting and bringing attention to all that. 20 years. <laughs> yeah. No 20 shit. fucking years finally got retribution. The finally gave up. Yeah. Anyway, but you're right. It was like we were raised on, like, Comedy Central but programming. So but, but you have to remember in the 90s and the early 2000s, especially post 9-11, there was a hyper-Christian right. Yes. And so basically what we were as, as liberals at that time was we were kind of irreverent and we were kind of like at the time the cancel culture came from the right. It was like a bunch of house moms clutching pearls and calling sponsors. Trying to say, ban video Hey, games this person said like yeah, X, like, Y, or Z about the U.S. military. Make sure that they don't get any uh, advertising funding. So like yeah. we were kind of like this like free spe- speech purist gap there. 
Where we were like, actually, everything fucking goes. Well, those people stayed there. Just the line shifted on them. Right. Like, and those people stayed in the same place. And so I felt like I was always kind of like, well, because then 2016 cancel culture came back, but it came back from the left. Yeah. And so it went from, like, the right, like, the house moms freaking out and clutching pearls and calling sponsors to the left doing it. And I was like, ooh, that's fucking lame. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, no. That's the lamest shit ever. You guys are going to fucking no. say, like, you can't say shit? When, like, like id, id, when id poll got to a certain point, like, id poll weaponized itself into, like, that's right. helping that stuff become what it became. Well, like, And it's almost impotent by design. So, like, it kind yeah. of burnt itself out. And it still exists to some extent, but it's, like... You don't really see it as a cultural force in the same way it was. No, not at all. Like, most people just laugh at it now. It's, like, fodder for everybody. Right, like, e- like yeah. even, like, if you follow these, like, hyper-leftist ironic accounts and, like, even, like, right-wing, dark, fucking, shitty, like, probably crypto-fascist accounts. Right. Yeah. They all say the same. They all make fun of the same fucking people. Yeah. So, like, I think there's... It's gotten better in that sense. But during that period, I definitely explored options. I was like, maybe I was wrong. Maybe I am more like a classical liberal or maybe I'm, I'm a conservative. Who fucking knows? Yeah. So like, I was explore- I started exploring stuff and then I like found like Ayn Rand and I like, went down like an objectivist. I, yeah, I went there in like 2016 yeah, and myself. Yeah, I went from objectivist yeah. to like, well, I, don't, I haven't really bought her idea about like, what makes a government necessary necessarily. And then right. I went to Rothbard and then it, like right anarchy. And then I, now I'm just kind of like chaotic. Yeah. Anarchist. No, I like the, the the branches that like of stuff ideology I've explored from like just my base kind of line thinking has like gone so far left and right. I don't even really know where I am anymore. Yeah, I basically consider myself like I'm against a state and I don't care who yeah. does it, whether yeah. it be Antifa or whether it be fuck Boogaloo em. Boys. I don't fucking <laughs> either way. Well, fuck here's em, the dude. thing, though, is we talk about everything being a web and I think political ideologies are the same. Like we tend to think of a spectrum left and right, but it's like it's a spook. We <laughs> all we have amorphous ideas that like, OK, I have an opinion on one thing that might seem more liberal and I have an opinion on another thing that might seem more conservative. And so it's this amorphous web. And one of the things that I love, again, you brought this up on uh, one of the last podcasts we did together was the idea that so many people think of the X, the the x and y mm. or yeah. excuse me they think of the x axis the left and right yeah, they yeah. don't think of the y the authoritarian versus libertarian and, and we're like psyoped we're so fucking psyoped into just choosing left and right and being stuck in that binary that we just accept authoritarianism Basically. When it happens, we're so psyoped into only recognizing left and right binary that we don't recognize state overreach and we don't recognize authoritarianism versus libertarian ideals and being principle based, which, again, yeah. we talk about we want to be morally consistent and principle based. But how do we do that in a world that isn't? I mean, it, it looks like, you know, you're being oriented toward ideas rather than tribes, obviously. Um, but like even like. And I think, a, you know, a, a lot of like, everything in the past year and a half has been so fucking traumatic in a lot of ways. Like, I went from being like a kind of objectivist with anarchist sympathies to like an anarchist with like zero sympathies for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, like, now I'm sitting here and like post January 6th, I saw people like calling for blood and basically like, hey, let's have a domestic war on terror. And I saw, like, you know, Tlaib and, like, AOC out there like, hey, that's a bad fucking idea. And I'm like, hey, they're right. I never agree with them on anything. I'm on their side for now. And so, like, now I'm just, like, whatever's expedient, I want to 
end all the bad things that affect my life and like cause state violence and expand the power of the state to oppress people. And whether it mean I'm endorsing AOC today and Thomas Massey tomorrow, then that's what it looks like. <laughs> but I'm not going to fucking vote. I'm just yeah. going to sit there and tell yeah. all these politicians. Yo, honestly, same. And I'm, I'm glad you said that. I didn't mean to interrupt anybody. I but I really just want to drive the point home about withdrawal and withdrawing because, like, so many people laugh and they're like, oh, the only way you can affect change is by voting. And it's like, no, by voting, you consent. Yeah. You're you're enabling the system. And I've always likened it to vegetarianism sure. where the point was always made to me that like, hey, if everybody woke up and just only consisted of a plant based diet, there would be no meat industry. And so it would just fail and there would be nothing left of it. And so similarly if everybody stopped voting and we were like, hey, like we want a peaceful divorce, we want to balkanize, we want a different government, we want to re rebel or do whatever. Are you sure you don't want to just vote for the lesser of two evils? And that's the thing. So many people are psyoped into just that. But here's the thing about so voting for the lesser of two evils doesn't make sense on its face, right? Because all that means is that every four years you're expanding evil. You just happen to be expanding evil at a maybe a lesser rate, like the one you or the one you prefer. I'm gonna actually say this in the politically correct way. You're basically expanding evil at a retarded rate. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Rather, rather than an expedient rate. So basically, like if you if you vote for the lesser of two evils and then your candidate wins, then you expanded government in an evil way. That candidate goes in and does evil things, maybe to a lesser extent than the other candidate would have. Then you have another vote. You vote for another person who's a lesser of two evils. He goes in and does another bunch of evil shit, expands the government in a bunch of evil ways. <laughs> and you know so what? All you're doing <laughs> is you're expanding evil every four years. You're just doing it at a slower rate. So you're actually doing your an part. impotent <laughs> henchman. That's all you are. Yeah. That's yeah. actually... True, true, true. I talked to someone today, and that's how I rationalized Israel. <laughs> oh, no. I said, you're expanding evil because, and I told him, I was like, hey, every time we create a country, every time, any time a new country, even during like when we balkanized and everything else, and even Kosovo and everything else in the 90s and shit, every time you create a new government, you're creating a new gang. You're Maybe. making a new MS-13. Yes. And, and so I, I like told him, and he kept hitting me with the, oh, dude, well, like, the Jays have been through so much, and, like, that's their original land. And I'm like, dude, so by that logic, like, we should all get the fuck out of here then, you know? And it's like, Send you're not. Send me back to Europe, boys. I told I was like, you're not morally consistent. And so, like, you can't apply one set of logic to one area of the world and not another. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like you said. Logic is logic. These <laughs> Federal governments, they're coercive. They're an imposition. And that doesn't mean everyone has to be full ANCAP or go, like, full anarchist. But, like, just explore some libertarian values and, like, try to be morally consistent and, and principle-based. You know? Like, be fucking principle-based. Like, if you follow the non-aggression principle and you fundamentally disagree with the federal government or even a local government to a certain degree, why would you advocate for the creation of more countries. How about this for a principle? Don't support any law or policy that you're not willing to pick up a gun and enforce yourself. That's a good one. I like that. So, like, when it comes to something like murder or pedophilia or something, it's like, I could see myself, under certain circumstances, deciding this is a hill that I'm w 
willing to die on, and if it means that I get into a gun battle with a pedophile who's stolen a child... Who I happen so, to be hunting for sport. Right, so be it. If it's a mask mandate, I'm not picking up a gun. I don't give a shit, you know? Yeah. So, like, if you're not willing to go out there and put your own neck on line and said delegate your weird social preferences and phobias... Ooh, this is another word that I've been coming up recently. I forgot that I wanted to talk about this. Phobiocracy. We live in a phobiocracy. What? Hey, I like that. We live in a... They call it a democracy. It's got the veneer of democracy, but really all they're doing is appealing to your base lizard brain emotions and fears. So what we have is a society completely run by the irrational fears of the demos. Truly. I mean, it's it's even like... It's gotten to the point with them where... Like, uh, I was trying... I might have been talking about it earlier, but like the fear level that's been instilled in those people at this point, like mm-hmm. the phobiocracy idea... Acts, touring acts right now. Yeah. Like, they're trying to all get back to normal. Venues are requiring COVID. And, and by the way, this isn't new. And so when, when I say phobiocracy, it's it's not just COVID. COVID is the peak. It's late stage phobiocracy. This yeah. is like it in its full form. Well, this is like the only logical conclusion of a phobiocracy. Right. Because first you start off um, with like uh, Reefer Madness, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have a Rockefeller. The Japanese have to be interned in camps. Japanese, and then like '60s, it was like segregation. Uh, hom- yeah, hom- homophobia and uh, segregation, know. that kind of and stuff. And then it's uh, and the Patriot Act, and we have to, you know, do all. This, we have to surveil everyone. And so, like, basically, you have a society completely run by the fear of the demos and what the, you know. The people who are at the top, you know, they little they know a little bit about psychology and sociology. And they know that they can use your fear as an expedient to just grab more power. That's why. The Bernays kid runs fucking Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> I hate that. Ah, I still hate that. No, that was I, I had a, a someone I knew who listened to the cast. Like, had yeah, a I'll moment. just write that off as a coincidence. They had a moment where they were like, they were like, yeah. He's like, the craziest shit the other day was when y'all were talking about the fucking Netflix guy, and I looked it up and it was real. Homie <laughs> like, wrote the book. Yeah, dude. Like. <laughs> It's in the family. It's all in the family. And, and that's the thing. Anybody want to fact check me on some bullshit? I talk about some bullshit. Oh, I'll talk about some bullshit. But I, you want to come at me with that demonic energy, bro? I usually I'm fighting the spiritual know when war. I'm speculating and when I'm just saying this, like, this yeah. is a fact. Look this yeah, up. I try, yeah, I try to be honest, at least. I'm like most. Well, and that's what I love, too, about like Alex Jones is that so much. He's such a character. Like, if you watch any like Infowars sanction shit, like. He's playing a character, but yeah. when you watch him, like he talks to Tim Pool, he talks to Joe Michael Rogan, Malice. huh? You see him, Michael Malice. Oh, it was great. It was so good. He talks to people, and you really get to see the human behind it. And it's like this shit does come from a real place. Like this shit, it, like he lives and breathes it, and it's not a joke to him. And that's why, like, people will laugh it off, and people use conspiracy theory as a pejorative term. But it's like. Dude, how many times do we have to be right? Listen, Alex Jones is crazy right and like correct, not right like right wing, but um he is also probably. Yeah, yeah. But Some, um somewhere around there. Do you know how much that guy has to fucking read to even like get through like an hour and a half of fucking whatever he's doing? All he's doing is reading these reports, and it, it, it's crazy. That's guy's, and like, he's synthesizing it. The wildest thing about his show is that everyone's like, "Oh, it's all lies," and it's like. Maybe he literally just pulls papers off yeah. the internet and fucking reads them. Yeah, I mean, nine he, times out of ten. Yeah, I mean, there's sometimes where he's coming to conclusions, he's drawing connections that may or may not be there. Some of it yeah. might be speculation, but like, he knows if you were to put Alex Jones up against like you know the Jay Leno like go up on the street and uh, at, like you know, Hollywood yeah, Boulevard yeah, yeah. and like put a microphone in someone's face, Alex Jones is gonna smoke them. Yeah, yeah, ten out of ten on current events. 
Every time on, on world politics, he's gonna do it. He does. Yeah, he understands geopolitics. Yeah, he's not on a, a level, retard. He understands a, it on a level that most people could even hope to even begin to like. Well, rap. he is a retard, but he's like a savant retard. He's not. He's like a uh, what are the what's that Matt Damon movie? Uh, he's not illiterate. He's Goodwill he's not, Hunting. He's not, he is Goodwill Hunting. He is. Yeah. Uh, He's globalist oh, yeah. hunting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, Alex is definitely a page. That was one of my early pills for sure. It was like I used to love Alex back in like 2015, 16. He was a man. I mean, a lot of his stuff is like crazy hyperbole a lot of the time. Do you guys have a mouth sound policy? A what? No, I don't give a shit. I don't know if he does. I'm going to eat some nugs. Hey, eat some nugs. It's fine. That's the listener's problem, not ours. But, uh, you know, he, he kind of fucking he's did a lot for me, kind of awakening me politically to a lot of stuff like. Or at least just the angle of, like, really the state not being your friend. Like, they really have it in for us in one way or another. I've never, I've never actually, um, I, I don't watch or follow like Alex, Alex Jones too closely. So, I, I honestly, sometimes I feel like I'm missing out on some fraternal, fraternity or something like that. He's, he's definitely gotten crazier in the past few years of, like, the level on which he rants and does it. Like, because Alex is also, I think, a raging alcoholic. <laughs> it's actually really sad because I did, I did see the episode on Joe Rogan with him. And it was almost a mini intervention. It was kind of very depressing. Well, to it's also just Joe being fucking Joe, dude. Yeah, Joe. Joe was like kind of like giving him that earnest kind of like I'm worried about you, man, like <laughs> type of shit. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's kind of sad. It's cringy. Yeah. Shit, we still haven't gotten to the goddamn blow dart guy. Yeah, we never did talk about the blow dart. The blow dart guy. Let's, let's discuss the blow dart. Ta- Go Taylor, for it, Taylor so, Lee, right? Taylor what? Taylor Lee, I think. I right? think so. FDA money cruncher, numbers guy. Oh, so he's an accountant or something? That's what he said. He was an economist. He's 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 so he's like. That's what leads me to believe that it's not again not the gotcha. That well, we're talking about we're talking about the Project Veritas thing, right? Yes. This yeah. is kind of looping back. We were talking we're, we're about James O'Keefe when he went for his five second pee. The fastest we're pee we're circling back crazy fast. That was faster than mine. That was an insane pee. You just <laughs> like oh wait right back. now yeah oh that's because I have I a like drain. Oh, I have a drain in the concrete yeah, out back that I just I just pee in the infrastructure. Oh, I don't right, even. Right there? Oh I'm yeah, dude. Okay, yeah, we're in the basement, the and so if you go out the back door, there's a little drain. There's a hole in the ground that's connected to the city sewer system. Quick shot. I want that when I'm house hunting. I'm gonna look for that because I'm trying to get aquaponic. Oh yeah, my guy. I'm trying to get the fish. You're talking down. to oh, yeah. you go. Hey, you guys got a pee drain? You got to <laughs> talking to the realtor. You guys, does this house have a pee drain? I'm trying to get my fish farm down here for the aquaponics. Dude, actually, you know what? Hey, look under this desk. There's a pee drain right there. Okay, so you say we can pee in here if we want That's to? Right. Hey, I'm not going to lie. We get I'm a room mic on the piss. I'm going to tell you guys, I got real drunk one night. I've pissed in that you drain right one that time. You, know what's funny? Dude, you didn't yeah. even need to tell me that. I just assumed. It was sick. Yeah. That's good. One That's time, good. though. One time. That's all I'm saying. I was fucking hammered, though. I was like, I'm not going anywhere. I, like, whipped it out, like, the side of the gym shorts, you know, like, through the pant leg. Oh, my like, God. Like, just to the Absolutely side. Absolutely savage. I was fucking hammered. So, fucking... That was not the night I pissed the bed, either. Not the same so, night. Not, not the, the same, same night. night. Oh, so, yeah, so right. the bloat art guy, Taylor Lee, FDA economist goon, He he's on video. I mean, clearly being, like... It, my other and I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit here and I'm not trying to discount the whole video, but I'm going to be critical of it as it comes because I have to be because it it's kind of sus in ways, you know. Like the guy's clearly being led by the Project Veritas person. Yes, we can all admit that, right? 
He's clearly being led he's by He's kind him. of yes-anding. Right? Yeah. The guy's like, they're doing a, a UCB together. You yeah. know, that's what's happening. Yeah. Were they also kind of like on a little gay date? Ooh, Were they on a gay date? Was a grinder I, date? I didn't was it a grinder date? I didn't want to assume that, but that also, no. I think he just, I, I'm i assuming. Was it just, a gay date? I can't imagine. Well, you know, maybe. Because the way he said that thing about He him, was kind of drunk. If you're an I undercover journalist, date. you can't quote me. <laughs> and like, it's like he even assumed that the guy was an undercover journalist. Yeah, it was journalist kind of like he was being level. flirty and kind of playful. The it's entire like, time. why would you say that if you thought I was an undercover and journalist? Taylor was, right. Taylor was doing bits, dude. That was a bit. That was just a, it, that's it, a joke right. I would have made, okay? And, and that's how I feel, too, is I felt like the entire thing was a bit. It was in terrible taste. It was yeah, it was terrible taste. Horrible taste. Bad optics. Bad optics. Bad optics for anyone who works at the FDA. But, well, that's the thing is like they got that footage of him saying that and they're like, they're going to come at you with drones. Yeah. And it's like, no, uh, bro, like, they want a drone dart black. But I, I think, <laughs> yeah, dude. But, but honestly, like that's so hyperbolic. The more startling revelation in that was when he talked about the appointees there. He talked about the political because oh, the guy regarding? asked about the political nature of the FDA. Yeah, and Taylor said, "Yes, it is. No, it very much is." Yeah, they're appointed. A and he said, "He said the guys who are there who get appointed by the next guy, basically saying like because Biden came in and kicked everybody out that Trump hired, and so he put his people in, put all his yes men in. Like we have to look at like the FDA with uh the people stepping down from the FDA on the vaccine board who stepped down over the booster shot thing and then shot it down and then finally were like." After, I guess, however much pressure from the appointees that you, like there's clearly a political motive behind this. And after that much pressure from the appointees, they finally said, OK, over 65 immunocompromised can get it. Third shot. But they want that. You saw them all talking about like you guys. We need to get a third shot in you. So. I just don't see how that doesn't track weird to anyone. Like, how could you watch that video? Like, I think the blow dart thing is such a hyperbolic distraction from that real admission towards the end there. Yeah, because yeah. like that be that blow dart thing is ridiculous. It's yeah, funny he as was shit. drunk and on a grinder date but and it's, was it's like the viral factor, right? Yeah, so it gets it gets that video into more people's faces. The blow dart factor is important still because it does have that viral factor to it. Yeah, yeah. it's just my my big issue with it is is it almost could be like okay maybe they know Veritas is sniffing around, so mm-hmm. maybe they get this guy to go out there and just poison the fucking well as hard he can, as hard as he can. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I know that's like fucking weird levels. Of that's weird, like five D chess shit. But at the same time, it's like, in either way, the the point that it brings to it at the end is like, no one in any government bureaucracy slash agency should think or act that way and be allowed to be there. Well, I think it's it, it it's really telling. Like one of the things you said in the chat was like, I just can't believe that the national like rhetoric has gotten to that point where it's like, like you said, late night jokes. They're talking about people who are unvaccinated should be excised from healthcare coming from the healthcare for all crowd. This ties ties back to what we were saying where it's like, okay, last summer, if you even breathed the word vaccine mandate or vaccine passport, you were laughed out of the room and called a conspiracy theorist. Dude, you would get right banned off YouTube. You would get banned for spreading misinformation and for now, saying shit like that. And now like we that. have a, albeit low-level number cruncher at the FDA, openly celebrating the, the the idea of joking around, making light of it, you know, having some levity, and basically saying, 
Yeah, maybe we should, you know, take the hesitant community, whether they be black or otherwise. We'll start with the white people so that they can't call us racist. He literally said <laughs> yeah, that. He did we'll do start that with the too. white people and we'll have a drone that. and we'll, against their will, blow dart vaccines into them. It's obviously ludicrous. It's, it, it's it, li- yeah. I'm, it's technically impossible. Does that even work? Like I don't probably I don't not. It's technically impossible. So like this isn't serious. What he's saying, but like you're saying, the discourse has evolved from you're a conspiracy theorist if you breathe the word vaccine mandate to people are so passionate about. 100% vaccination rate that people are joking about against the informed consent of individuals blow darting them a, yeah flying a drone and vaccinating them against their will or or even the part he talked about lying and saying it was something else yes I mean that's that's ag- crazy that's against informed consent that's yo, great like, I'm oh, not no, no, like a vitamin C that's shot a Geneva code violation <laughs> okay hold on I want to tell this story right now it'll be super quick I want to say right now though just so it's on the fucking record even though I'm sure it's probably past the statute of limitations. But one time I was getting ready to go. I was trying to teach at a school. And for me to work there, I had to get a tuberculosis test, right? Right. So I go into patient first, and I'm like, can I get a TB test? And it, like, bubbles up all weird. Listen, bro. They fucking nurse came in. Nurse came in. And, and, and I've already had a TB test before, so I know how it goes. You get shot in, like, the forearm. They see if it bubbles up. You come back a couple days later, and they tell you your reaction if you have TB or not. And they're like, whatever. So I've done this before. So I go, right? And this fucking woman, she comes in. She's like, roll your sleeve up. I was like, what? She's like, roll your sleeve up. I was like, that's weird. Like, I've never gotten it up there, but all right. She's a medical professional. She's a nurse. I'll give her the benefit of the doubt, right? Appeal to authority fallacy, whatever. So I let her have this one. I was like, checkmate nurse. So I fucking rolled my shit up and I let her stick me and she left. And as she's on the way out, I'm like, yo, 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 yo. She didn't say nothing to me. I was like, hey, so like, when should I come back? Because I knew the protocol, right? I've had a TB test before. I know the protocol. I'm ready to go. I've been a patient first. I don't have a primary care physician, Mm. right? So I'm like, when do I come back? She was like, what do you mean come back? I was like, when do I come back for my TB results? She was like, TB results? I was like, yeah. I just injected you with soy. She gave me a tetanus shot. (laughs) What the fuck? This bitch, this bitch looked at the fucking paper. This this fucking bitch looked at the paper, saw T. It was like T, tetanus. Got it. Boom. I was like, tuberculosis, motherfucker. Give me a tuberculosis shot. Can I get up in hell? That's insane. And I know. And I'm like, you know what? And I went to like my family's like Christmas event afterwards. Like nothing ever happened. And I was like, you know what? I probably could have sued them for malpractice. Yeah. I could have got so much money. I could have got so much money off them injecting me with the goddamn tetanus. I wish uh, you would have advised me about this whenever this happened. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if we were friends back then. We may have been. It was for me to teach somewhere. I can't remember. Oh yes, that is fucking ridiculous, right? And dude, that shit happens. Like I, mean, I would fucking tweak out, dude. Medi- of you know, I think medical malpractice is the third highest killer in this country, or something like that. Really? Yeah, I think so. It's something like that. Kills people the mo- like one of the one of the top five killers. Where where are we? We're at one forty five. We should stop. <laughs> You feeling it? 145 is a marathon. Are I think, you feeling yeah, we've, it, Mr. We've hit, a, we've hit a marathon here. Yeah. But no, I'm really excited we got to do this. We got 
in on the mix. I'm glad we got a three-way going. And you know what? We, uh, I'm just going to come out and say it. We're thinking about launching a Patreon soon. So if you like this kind of content, if you're excited, if you want to have more people on, if you want to have other people other than just, you know, us two retards going back and forth, yeah. uh, let us know. We, we have some more show ideas in the work. We have uh, some ideas on even some kind of like interview you know, things we want to have going on. We can have some seasons and shows we mm-hmm. want to produce. Uh, so, Content. yeah, if you like this kind of thing, share it with your friends. Let's let's pump those numbers up. Let's pump those rookie we, numbers up. We appreciate up. any and all who listen. Yeah, but we're really happy to uh, have our friend here with us today. Any Any parting words? Do you have any plugs? Do you have anything you want people to follow? Yeah, you can follow me on uh, Instagram and Twitter. At Anarclo Co. A N A R C L O C O is my handle. I guess. Can you put that in the description? I think we can do that. I love your memes, by the way. I love your shit. Yeah, make a OC memes. It's and, always uh, funny. Designs. And, always uh, funny. If you follow stuff. me on Twitter, you can see me uh, abuse journalists. Great graphic design. Hey, <laughs> you've done uh, show flyers for me before, too. So hit him up. The shirt. The shirt, shirt. the shirt that I'm wearing. Oh, yes. I really like that. Yeah, this, I really like that one. design. I got it this week. You got it nice. printed? Got it can printed. I buy that? Yeah, you can Let buy me it. get one. I want to get one Give of me your shirts. shirts right yeah. now. Yeah, I want that. <laughs> off your back. Give me the shirt off your back. Lincoln bio. Hashtag Lincoln bio. There you go. Hell yeah. Hell yes. Well, everybody have a good one. Okay, bye-bye. Bye.